0: Hey everybody, welcome to the 25th and two-year anniversary episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And
1: I'm your co-host, Levi.
0: So we've been doing this podcast for two years now.
1: Happy anniversary,
2: boo.
0: I know, I love you. (laughs) And we love all of you, and we want to just take this opportunity to thank all of you so much for listening. Um, MathCore Index and its companion podcast are passion projects. We do this because we love music, and we love sharing that love with you, so it's extremely humbling to receive uh, such a staggering amount of support, frankly, for what we do. Sometimes I wonder if you know what I'm doing has any meaning or significance in my life or in other people's lives. But your support makes it all worthwhile. Encourages us to keep doing what we're doing.
1: Yeah, to any numbers out there. Um, just thank you for for I mean even just um, I mean listening, downloading the episodes uh, forever to whoever came out for a Mathcore Index Fest. Uh, just it's been crazy two years. Um, sold a batch of T-shirts already, doggy. Paid for a microphone. Been good.
0: Yeah. Thanks again, guys. Really do appreciate your support. Thanks again for listening. So before we get started, a couple quick reminders. If you've been enjoying our podcast, please let us know. Leave us five stars on iTunes, leave us a review, drop us a comment, send us any questions or comments to mathcoreindex.gmail.com. Let us know what you love, let us know what you hate, what you'd like to hear more of. And uh, secondly, we're nearly finished editing and uploading all of our footage from Mathcore Index Fest 2018. Um, And we have fully, excuse me, we have 14 full sets of professionally shot footage, including uh, Juan Bond, Inside the Beehive, Crypto Deer, Yashira, Horse Torso, The Calistaboys, CU Space Cowboy, Arms, Detached the Islands, Mouth Breather, Dead Empires, Fear o Lux, who are sadly calling it quits next month. Rest so, in peace. yeah, really honored to have documented that set. So, I have so much love and respect for that band. And, um, in Albatross, she just uploaded recently, who played a new song off their forthcoming EP, Return of the Laser Viking. Awesome. Isn't that <laughs> just exciting? Like, what, what a fucking is out of left field that band. I
1: still watch that live set. I just can't believe that. That
0: was like we have hands in that live set. <laughs> and yeah. Levi is prominently featured in this footage. This footage, so you can just see his happy ass in the front. Like you Did look you, a child. Middle school. <laughs> Why Middle school me
1: was just in awe that night for sure. Uh, and then finally, uh, car bomb—the uh, last one to be edited. Christians, uh, pretty proud of that one. Um, one of the tightest fucking live bands, dude.
0: Absolutely. I was yep. just ed- working on the footage last night, and yeah, as Levi says, they are one of the t- tightest live bands that I've ever seen. Yep. I'm really excited to share that. That's the the culmination of all this uploading, so.
1: Um, Speaking of YouTube, um, we uh, not only have all the Math Core Index Fest uh, uh, you know, uh, sets up there, uh, we also have uh, soon-to-be new content. Um, Christian and I will be doing a little something today for uh, a new kind of episode with uh, MathCast.
0: That's right. Yeah, we're um, we're working hard to bring you some new content, as we said, and uh, we're, we're working on it today as well, right after the podcast, so hopefully we'll have that up in the next couple days or so. So without further ado, the first band we're going to talk about is Faust. Faust are a mathcore band from Spokane, Washington. And uh, the band released one full-length album back in 2010. Excuse me, another in 2013, and now five years later, they're back with their new effort, Ape State, which is a six-track EP of raw, aggressive, and chaotic hardcore. And this has been one that I've just been getting a ton of enjoyment out of.
1: Uh I really enjoyed that it's on Spotify. I think I've probably listened to it just a little bit more since it's been on Spotify.
0: I really appreciate that it's on Spotify because as you know, I use LastFM and I need my scrabbles. Yeah, gonna...
1: you need those yeah, you gotta know what you're listening to, dude. I, I've been
0: documenting my listening habits for like ten years. I I can't stop now, it's too late.
1: Super envious of that for sure. It's a great tool. Um man, uh this band uh just um you know, there's that that Gaza Snakehound, you know, kinda like American standards kind of feel. Like you said, just I love you, you just quoted
0: all these like newer bands. That's what I statement. went for. It. I went for it. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to give a little more love to the, the for fans of, you know, of newer ones. So. I was
0: about to you know, I was gonna dive into that for fans of thing, but first I just wanted to address the fact that we completely missed this fucking album for the first part of the year. I
1: figured that I saw when it was released. Yeah,
0: well yeah. I think the the reason that happened is because it came out on Black House Records and Seemingly they have not a lot of visibility because I didn't hear about the album I didn't find it on Bandcamp um, until the band themselves uploaded it about a month or so ago um, At any rate, we're so happy to discover this cuz you know better late than never right
1: dude um, I am so happy for the breakdowns that I hear in these tracks It is uh, some pummeling fucking music
0: so funny You say that um, one of my first notes is it's very breakdown oriented
1: um, pretty much. That's what I got going on right mm-hmm. there um, Do you have a favorite track on this one?
0: Absolutely um, I figured that we'd listen to Jiggle Physics. Ah,
1: that's, what, that's mine. Alright.
0: Um, well, it's the first track, so, you know, we always... We'll we, we tend to lead with the, the first track. On starts the album. off strong, doggy. That's where they deposit their strongest material after all, so... Um, well, most most bands, generally speaking. Um, and, uh... What was I gonna say? Yeah, if you're in, Plug my FFO now. Every Time I Die, Norma Jean, Chariot. Um, this reminded me... As you were saying, a lot of new bands, too, like Arms and Dead Kiwis were kind of my, my newer references. And... Those two other albums are pretty good, by the way. Did you listen to them?
1: I did. Um, I, I definitely listened to them just for the fact that uh, it was like you know, 2010, 2013. They had a five-year gap, so I was really interested what the 2013
0: album sounded like. I gotta say, it was. I mean, it's really good. Oh, not not, not just as good because the new album is obviously they progressed as musicians, Five years. gotten older, yeah, and matured, yeah. but. Um, so anyway, we're gonna listen to Jiggle Physics, as we've already established, and that is. Well, by the way, that also appears on our most recent compilation. I forgot to even mention that. No shit. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> we just released our fifth compilation uh, last month, Math Core Index, Volume 5, 27 amazing underground bands that you need to know about, a lot of which we featured on the podcast, and Faust is one of them.
1: Christian makes it very easy for you to know what g- is good music right now, so.
0: <laughs> I'm doing my best. All right. Uh, so, Jiggle Physics, Faust, Ape State, May 4th, 2018. Here we go. so that was jiggle physics by Faust, and that's off their new album ape state which came out on may 4th 2018 again going way back for this one but it had to be done worth it usually we try to keep it within the last six weeks two months or so at, at most but again yeah worth it all right so the next band we're going to talk about is carnivores at grace carnivores kind of at grace are a mathcore band from chicago featuring uh, seb alvarez of meth
1: hell yeah dude and
0: cadence fox and more um although the members have always it's they've always had the same like two core members which are brandon jesse and mike mcdonald uh and the band has been around since 2012 they put out their first single that year followed by an ep a split in 2014 with lifer and now they're back four years later with the seven track ep and uh, you can probably imagine how this might sound given the area they come from and who's involved in the project. But uh, it is very similar to, to Cadence, Fox, and Meth to a lesser extent.
1: A little less grindy, I guess, exactly. than Meth.
0: Exactly. Well, less, I mean, Meth just has that like ambient stuff. But again, yeah. Seb is playing drums here, so I don't really know how much instrumentation or, you know, as far as the instrumentals go, that what he's contributing other than percussion. But um, either way, it's very similar and relatively in style and influence. And early, it just harkens back a bit more to that like 90s, late 90s, early 2000s metallic hardcore, like botch.
1: It's, well, It's got this kind of. Like, before, it's kind of got this like energetic hardcore feel, like straight from the path sometimes. Like, I just, I, I definitely just got a really like solid hardcore feel from uh, these guys.
0: I will definitely concur on that. So, I was thinking that we should listen to Hell is Empty, which is track one from their self titled EP. Totally agree. Good, good. And that came out on September 7th of 2018. Here we go.
2: If there were 90 of these bastards, people would know. Maybe they do. And no one said a thing. Could Germans.
0: Alright, so that was Hell is Empty by Carnivores at Grace, and that's off their self-titled EP, which came out on September 7th of 2018. Alright, so next we're going to talk about The Threats. The Threats are a metalcore, mathcore band from Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, The Threats are a new band featuring members of The Chariot and Listener, most famously, some other projects as well. Currently, there are only three singles available, but they're dropping their debut EP here on October 12th, so you can look forward to hearing that. And uh, given that this band has members of the Chariot, you would be absolutely right to guess that this does, in fact, sound similar. Although perhaps embracing a bit more of the rock and roll side.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's
0: a bit more on that
1: um, I would expect nothing else tip. but this from them and coming from Atlanta. Like I said, it,
0: it, exactly. It, it makes perfect sense given... I think I just said this about the last band, but... Uh, given where they're from and the members, uh, and it's solid. You know, as their pedigree is unquestionably good. Uh, it's aggressive. It's raw. It's fun. And I keep—I hate to keep circling back to the Chariot here because I would—I would hate for the members to feel like they're existing in a shadow of their former project. But I would be lying if I said this wasn't hitting that very same spot for me.
1: And obviously, they still want to play the same music, or the same style of music. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Right. They're, the they're not
0: you know, done. They're not doing... They're not done, yeah. They I'll haven't get. said all they need to say, apparently. Boom. So, I, I'm happy for it.
1: Um, I, I, I'm I, really excited about this. Very promising. Whatever they do come out with, I hope it's more than four to five tracks. But I'll take four or five tracks. It it's an EP, bud. Then, all right. Let me get four or five tracks, then. That's yeah. all I'm going to get. Brace
0: yourself for four tracks. Maybe even... I mean, it, it probably how is four is more than, How
1: much is more than the three you've given us? I'll take that. Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it's one more, I'll just take it. Give me more.
1: That's all, dude.
0: And yeah, I, I really think this will fill that void for some of you who've been just, you know, yearning, pining for more. The chariot. This might, this might hit the spot for you. So we're gonna listen to Rope, which is off their new EP, Saboteur, which comes out uh, on October twelfth of two thousand eighteen. A couple days. Here we go. <laughs>
2: The windshield and the future so vague. Caught in the blink of an eye. in the blink of I moving, me to. Hell.
0: So that was Rope by The Threats, and that's off their new EP, Saboteur, which comes out on October 12th of 2018.
1: Calistow Boys, uh, play a show with them yet?
0: Thank you for reminding me. Um, The Calistow Boys, the little homie Carson, are going to be going on a mini-tour with The Threats, uh, Nashville, St. Louis, um, Chicago, Louisville, so they're going on a four-day mini-tour. 18th through the 21st, so catch them with the threats. Awesome.
1: Fuck you, Carson. Good to hear. <laughs> Love you, Carson. Love also, you. fuck you, fuck Carson. You, Carson. Yep.
0: <laughs> Alright, so the next band we're going to talk about is Nesh. Nesh are a metalcore band from Louisville, speaking of Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, the band's first release was actually, well, their first official release was a discography compilation featuring their entire output of the year uh, for the year of 2017 which included a january demo april ep a split another split ep in april another demo in june and yet another split ep in october so
1: nesh is goal orientated that's all we're trying to get across they today. are they're
0: very, yeah. very 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 busy uh yeah they've been busy and the first word that comes to mind here is myspace for sure white belt you know if you really if you like that era of, of music this is definitely reminiscent of it's super. Aesthetically raw. speaking, it's
1: fucking awesome, man.
0: Um, yeah, it is very raw, and it's it's kind of throwbacky to that MySpace era, but at the same time, somehow also relevant, given their you know implement, <laughs> implementation of heavy breakdowns and whammy pedals. Uh,
1: <laughs> the whammy pedal usage. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. That a combination thereof is seeing a serious return to popularity as of late. Again, we talked about this extensively last episode, but frontier vein mouth breather. And originally, and as near as I can tell, by me and him called us. Do you know an earlier band that was doing ramy pedal breakdowns? Let us know, because I don't.
1: I'm pretty sure you nailed that one there. So yeah, just saying. Yeah. Someone correct me. You will get. You will get. You will get t-shirts and and goodies if you can show us something <laughs> before me and him. I really
0: us. don't think anyone else was doing that before them. No, but of course not. Of course not. Unless we missed it, and they didn't even like. They didn't even overuse that that device either they just use it in one fucking song and yet they are remembered from for that 20 second breakdown <laughs> it is it, it's bystanders watching terror it's one of
1: those breakdowns that don't build up it just falls apart you know like with that whammy and just how the double bass works it's just it is a breakdown that falls apart <laughs> and as you
0: know we love when things fall apart
1: oh that's uh, our uh, mo here at uh, <laughs> mathcast <laughs>
0: And I really feel like these guys should go on tour with CU Space Cowboy. They sound very it's similar.
1: Yeah, uh, Fucking of course, dude.
0: Um... Except they're they're kind of a bit more going back to the, the regressive quality of this. Um, they're kind of like D-beaten power violence. They've got that, that they got that side to them anyway.
1: Um, I basically have like three three uh, kind of like notes here: uh, raw, angry, and gross. I take
0: it you didn't go listen to their discography EP because if you had, you would have totally. I think that remark would have. Did clicked not with listen you.
1: through the whole uh, discography. Man,
0: back in the day, back in the day, last year. My back
2: hurts. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: Back in the day last year, um, they sounded way more like power violence and just like way more straightforward stylistically speaking so I, I feel like this band has come already such a long way in short, a short amount of time they've improved exponentially
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, just such a massive improvement in every respect over their old old material and you know not that I think the power violence thing was a bad thing, but i don't think it was really working for them, although maybe i 'm biased. I know you like p v but
1: um i <sighs> Yes, but this 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 uh we, let's just say the My Spacey Screamo Grind kind of thing. This it is prevails. where they yeah. Yeah. Um I got to ask what's your favorite track on the new one?
0: Um Rat Race. Really? Which is the one that I picked for us to listen to, yeah.
1: The the, the, the Superbokes uh, Nosebleed or whatever, that was a an, a favorite of mine.
0: Honestly, the whole EP is sick. Boom. It's really good. Um I I listened to it like 3 times in a row actually. And uh what I like most is that not only have they Excuse me, very gassy. This episode. Uh, not Skip only have they, <laughs> Levi loves it. He <laughs> loves my gas.
1: I love tasting his burps. I was just telling Vinny here we got a photographer Vinny in the house today, and I just love fucking his burps. It is wonderful.
0: He knows what I had for lunch. Fucking his burps.
1: <laughs> 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 well, it's you know the thing.
0: Quote Vinny. He lo- he loved fucking his burps. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, so what I was trying to get to at that point was that uh, Connie. Of Cusps Cowboy did their their cover design, which is actually a no um, shit. Yeah, yeah. But originally, it's a as I'm sure some of you some of you will be quick to correct. It's a Junji Ito piece, uh, who does the horror manga Uzumaki. So they're really embracing that aesthetic, and that's that's just great. <laughs> I fucking
2: love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're gonna listen to "Imitation is the." Uh, oh wow, I must be drunk because I totally said the name of the album when you asked oh, me. What my shit, favorite track was. <laughs> We're going to listen to Imitation is the Sincerest Form of Flattery, which is track two from Rat Race. And that came out on August 21st of 2018. Here we go. So that was Imitation is a Sincerest Form of Flattery, which is track two from Rat Race by Nesh, and that came out on uh, August 21st of 2018. So next, we're going to talk about The Dawn. The Dawn are a math core band from Marseille, France and uh they released their debut album back in 2006 they've been around for a a considerable amount of time um following a name and lineup change and a split in 2010 their second full length in 2013 and a third concept album of sorts in 2014. the
1: fuck what a ride Uh,
0: another split with stuntman who are super sick also from france last year and then finally here we are in 2018 with their fourth studio album which sees some of the best material yet from this band.
1: This shit, I fucking dude. This was I finished with this this band. Um, I really enjoyed this listen. I will. I I have not listened to this uh, album enough. Basically. I think
0: I sent you the full album before it was even out. You actually, you did,
1: and I appreciate that.
0: I hope you got a chance to to give that a peep because this was just like I think I texted you the day that I was really just having an epiphany with how good this album really yep. is. Yep. On
1: um, um, the album artwork, it was one that kind of stood out to me. So when it turned me um, off,
0: I, I'm being honest. I was like, really? this, this looks like such a grindcore album." Wow, man! So that's it. why
1: that's why I liked it. And uh, when I revisited, I was like, "Oh shit! I remember this in the text." Like, hell yeah! So, um, uh, but yeah, dude, um, I gotta say, this band. It's just that math grind mixture. It's yes. just exactly what I fucking want. It's so know?
0: fucking good. Yep. This yep. is probably my favorite release of this like last episode, honestly.
1: Naturally, we're going to do the for fans of, you know, I mean, I'm just going to say uh, kind of a, a low key one that uh, we've covered before a second grade knife fight. Uh, I say Sawtooth Grin, right? <laughs>
0: Uh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, you're, you're jumping way ahead here in my... I had, oh,
1: really? I had, I had
0: a whole bunch of other stuff to say um, before we jumped into the FFO, so I'll just quickly... I always, always jumped the gun there. ...to blast through that. Um, I was going to say that, it's, first of all, it's hard to believe this band's been around for so long. Like, I mean, it came out of left field. I can't believe I wasn't aware of this band to begin with. That's what I'm sort of embarrassed about. Um, but I'm immediately smitten. It's super raw and intense with with high-pitched vocals, um, staccato, mathcore, morse code attack that we all know and love. Um, and this is actually really, really good stuff. Next level type stuff. Definitely made my week. So to get to what you were saying, um, absolutely. I mean, the whole time I was listening to this, I just kept thinking the sawtooth Crane because of those vocals. I mean, the vocals,
1: the, the high-pitched vocals. It's
0: Rich Lombardi-esque.
1: <clears throat> if, I, I mean, I would love to see some live footage, but if this is really what you are sounding like, like, holy f- Fuck! Like yes. Th-
0: this guy's this high register is so Lombardi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, very, very. Um, I love that. That is that is what we're at now describing. There's a whole school of, of yeah. There's a whole school of like vocal
0: attack that exists behind Absolutely. this like one very high pitched approach. You got the guy from, um, well, Rich Lombardi, the founder of this style. I would kind of argue, um, the guy from Inside the Beehive, uh, Chris Bray, and now we got we got this chap.
1: Chris Bray is. Pretty much at the same level, I would say. Dude, say
0: what you will about that, you know the MIF twenty eighteen footage of them, but like that guy's vocals are fucking sick. It may have, it was high in the mix. Maybe he was a little rusty, but his his voice is still just as good in my opinion. They were rusty. They don't play many They shows. were. They admitted it. They were like, we're gonna try to play some songs for you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Bless their hearts. They played a really good show. Um. Anyway, so we're not talking about them. We're talking about love the Don. So let's let's circle back to that.
1: Um. So so let me uh, let me jump in here, dude. So um. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, big fucking fan of the two part El Dia De Los Muertos. Mm. Uh, amazing. Part one and part
0: two, yeah. So
1: also, uh, ending track Menza. Um, fucking the opening riff is basically uh, a Megadeth riff. So <laughs> shout out there. Um, I'm pretty sure it's they knew Ru- what they were doing. No, I'm there. pretty sure it's from Rust In Peace. And when I heard it, I got it like my my back like straightened right away. I was like what what the hell? And then you guys bumped into the actual song. But um yeah, uh, the dawn. Gonna keep listening to you. Shout out.
0: Yeah, uh, every song is just packed to the brim with content and great ideas. Hey,
1: uh, we don't even have to listen to the track, but the track. I bet you like. I bet you like botch bitch. bitch. <laughs> Thank amazing. you. That
0: was the next thing on my notes. Is that I? Uh,
1: uh.
0: I mean, they, they definitely favor influences like that too. At the same time, as much as they're kind of very sawtooth, they also have this part of them that's very like converge. Um, yeah, okay. I was just about to say that. I mean, of course, it's obvious they like Botch. I mean, they have that song that is more or less indicating that. But they have convergent influences, a lot of convergent influences uh, versus, you know, the discordant saxist, like, creationist, crucifixion, like, early.
1: I just read that in such an aggressive way, like, in my <laughs> head. <laughs> it's just like, I bet you like Botch, bitch. It's like, oh, God I bless. bet you like Botch, bitch. <laughs> I bet you like Botch,
2: bitch. Well, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, you'd be right. Like, anyways,
0: uh, um, what yeah. track, dude?
1: What track are you thinking?
0: Um... Decimator, for sure. Fucking awesome.
1: I, I I mean, I mentioned the other tracks, but I mean, yeah, every track is fucking amazing here. Uh,
0: it, it really is. And it's kind of, you know, they're sort of all over the spectrum, as I, you're kind of probably getting from this conversation, as we've talked about both Converge and Sawtooth in the same sentence. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's it's got a good amount of variety in one tight little package, which is something we embrace. You know, music is constantly evolving and changing, and I think Mathcore represents something that is close to perfect in that regard because it's it just seems to be able to so easily borrow and amalgamate uh with other genres so
1: fuck that was well said all right bud all right.
0: yeah you know as a matter of fact this band seems to be also really embracing some elements of sludge and doom on their older stuff too um quite a bit even on this last album as the last track is a lumbering 11 minutes long did you really yeah yeah the last track is very sludgy so Anyway, I'm done ranting about the Dom. We'll go ahead and play the track. It's Decimator, track one from TWWKIG, and that came out on September 26th of 2018. Here we go. so that was decimator by the dawn and that's off their new album what's it called again twwkig no idea what that's an acronym for but that came out yeah yeah. (laughs) came out on september 26th of 2018 so next we're going to revisit noise trail immersion actually this is not a revisit i don't think we've ever talked about this band on the podcast come to think of it
1: we haven't um, huh. and do you know what that's why I thought we were gonna yeah we I have, got my uh, wires crossed you, there you just you yeah I, I thought you jumped the gun but you're absolutely right we yeah. never have
0: um, this is the first time we've ever you, discussed noise trail com- the immersion they have been on
1: the compilation everything. exactly yeah they have yeah okay <laughs> okay okay so um, yeah so let's do fucking noise trail dude yeah let's Great. talk
0: so noise trail immersion are a blackened mathcore band from Italy blackened mathcore you say why yes this is a thing
1: um, the definition I would say, of what that would be. Um, it's super dark. What do, what do you think?
0: I would not say that the definition. Ple- really? Plebeian grandstand. I knew it.
1: I knew you were going to blow that rope. Okay, <laughs> all right, fine. I fine, had
0: fine. to one-up him, folks. Dang. I'm sorry. Right. But they're in the, they're very much in the same school, perhaps leaning towards more of like the math core tendencies that we might favor, obviously. Um, and Noise Trail Immersion released their debut self-titled album back in 2014, their second album, Womb, Oh, In 2016. Wound. Dude, yeah,
1: Womb was so good.
0: As uh, you can guess from Levi's reaction, we, we love that album. And it was actually one of our top albums of 2016. It made our year-end lists. Um, and now they're back with their third album, their yet-to-be-released third album, which is called Symbology of Shelter. Yeah. And uh, again, as Levi mentioned, we featured them previously on one of our compilations, and uh, Woom was incredible so i'm really excited to see more of this band
1: this is um for anybody that does listen to woom i would say this is just right right to the same fucking effect i mean uh mirroring showcases uh is just a r- <clears throat> shows that it's going to be a really promising release um i'm really excited i i i basically wore out my listens on bandcamp pretty fast on this one
0: i must confess i've already heard the whole thing and it fucking rips
1: well what's up why didn't i
0: don't worry dog i'll hook you up okay i was gonna
1: can can i talk with you for a second
0: (laughs) well i just gotta gotta hit stop here (laughs) um so yeah again just they're they're kind of pioneers of the genre along with plebeian grandstand with this whole blackened math core movement it sounds so absurd that it even exists but it does
1: it is a dark ride for sure
0: um misanthropy yeah Ooh. I mean, what what Ooh. the kind of themes that you might expect from black metal, but just exploring more of the same, uh, just using implementing rather more of the dissonance from mathcore. Honestly, it, it kind of really makes sense to blend these two genres stylistically speaking. I mean, abrasiveness and dissonance are two things that mathcore, I mean, oftentimes fully embraces. So this this is a good marriage.
1: <clears throat> this first single, uh, the lyrical content. Fucking really, really into it. I love it. I, I, um.
0: That's my usual beef with, like, most black metals. It's just asinine fucking pageantry. Like, I don't want to read a fantasy novel and try to look up all your fucking Lord of the Rings references in a glossary. Like.
1: Sir, if you were remembering all that stuff on a live set, respect. I fucking say, <laughs> hell yeah. It's amazing.
0: Anyway, so. Yeah, they're, they're kind of pioneering the genre along with Plebeian Grandstand and Telos. I just wanted to quickly shout them out too, kind of on the same tip.
1: Well, fuck, yeah, you got a third one there. Good oh, I, I have yeah, yet another yeah, yeah. for you, my friend. Bring
0: it. George's Malevich. Malevich. I think it's Malevich. Um, um,
1: I said Malevich. I, I think it's yeah. Malevich, but
0: okay. potato potato. And um, <laughs> that has members of Ladybird, And again, both combining uh, black metal and, and mathcore. Yep. It's sort of, it's more or less unexplored territory. There's really not too many bands doing this. Um, and again, as I was just saying, it's really awesome to see both styles of dissonance united. So we're going to listen to "Mirroring," which is track one from "Symbology of Shelter," and that came out on—it's coming out on November second of two thousand eighteen via Moment of Collapse. Here we go. <laughs> So that was mirroring by noise trail immersion, and that's track one from their yet to be released "Symbology of Shelter." Excuse me, yeah, that's the name of the album. Yep, yeah. nailed bud. Symbology of Shelter. Is symbology even a fucking word? Uh, <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, yeah. I was
1: gonna, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Evidently, I mean, I want to say symbolism, but I, I guess I've uh, I guess I've heard the word symbology elsewhere. It's a. Uh, if anything, it's a portmanteau, so I guess it's acceptable. So moving on. Next, we're going to talk about Jesus Horse. Jesus Horse are a hardcore mathcore band from Montreal, Canada, Quebec, as it were. The band released their first EP back in 2016, one of the songs of which we covered on our podcast, as well as our compilation, uh, a compilation, rather. And now they're back with another five tracks of sassy and metallic hardcore. Ah,
1: you said it. The proper amount of sass. This band <laughs> fucking crushes it with that shit. I'm fucking put your hand on your hip, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> with that white belt on. Like, it's
2: good. Uh,
0: Levi is... He's peaked, as you can see. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's got some mathy twists, too, as well. You know, it's, it's very... It's still interesting. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's more the same from this band.
1: Dude, uh, I would say that about Noise Trail. in in a way like it's just like it is what it is and that's just great
0: yeah they're they're doing they're doing them and I feel like their output is thus far even though it's only been two EPs has been consistent
1: Uh, love your album artwork on this one
0: it's disgusting
1: it is fucking disgusting it's awesome (laughs) it's just like
0: this amorphous blob of human flesh with like angel wings and a halo I think shout (laughs) out rest in peace (laughs) (laughs) Um, and this is solid stuff I'm sure it makes for a super energetic live show yeah
2: Yep.
0: And uh my only complaint here is that there's not enough music. Come on guys, write more than five or six songs. I wanna hear I wanna hear a full length of this. I think that's kind of I mean, there's there's some pitfalls to just releasing short EPs all the time.
1: I mean it's great to knock it out. It's a ripper of a fucking like you know, five, six tracks, but yeah, it's just nice to have more.
0: You mean I mean you can theoretically increase the frequency of your output, but I feel like then the output itself is less concentrated. I mean, on the one hand, you've got a short amount of time to appeal to the listener. So in that respect, the EP approach makes a whole lot of sense, right? You want to get all your fucking rippers in, blast it out in three or four songs or whatever. Yep. Um, but you better be hoping that that shit is memorable because I think that you're going to run the risk of being ignored or forgotten if you're not bringing a full-length album, which somebody can really forge... An emotional connection with, huh. I think that's a very common complaint that I hear about Mouthbreather is that they don't have enough music. You know, they've done these two seven track EPs that are both about ten minutes long, um, but again, you know, fortunately for them in, in Jesus Horus, they're doing memorable things, so um, they're they're good. But
1: if anything, pump out another another EP in between something like that I, you, you know, know my, my, it's just
0: a cautionary tale it's like you know there's so much music out there folks if we're you want... spitballing ideas yeah we kind of are we're, uh, <laughs> you know, we're I'm just saying vibe. if you want people to hear you and hear your music I hope you're taking this kind of shit into consideration you yeah. know yeah I hope, I hope it's very deliberate um I think it's I think it's on that note worth your worth your time just to, to take the time to pin a full length album and give it a proper push alongside a physical release and a run of tour dates ideally that in a, in a perfect world so so moving on we're going to listen to Persian eBay boom nailed it which is track one from <laughs> it was the blurst of times which <laughs> you just have to you have to see the fucking album art when you, you read that title it makes so yeah. much sense absolutely and that came out on September 12th coming out came out came out on September 12th <laughs> 2018 here we go so that was Persian eBay by Jesus Horse and that's track one from their new EP It Was the Blurst of Times god damn it which came out on September 12th of 2018
1: big fan of the lyrics of that song I have to say I didn't throw it in before but awesome
0: it's good <laughs> it's good it's good so uh, next we're going to talk about sne- uh, no next we're going to talk about Euclid, Euclid see Finder boom Euclid see Finder are a is a one-person mathcore tech grind project from Baltimore, Maryland, and this is the second of three re- revisits on this episode, and a revisit that comes sooner than most. Um, but we felt that, given the quality of this artist's output, that it was absolutely warranted. Oh my God, absolutely! Yeah, first of all, I just want to say how it really seems like the Baltimore scene is just popping off right now. Yep. Um- Bands like Noise says and. Of course, you got OG homies like David Gill from the Heads or Zeros out there doing good shit, no matter what band he's in. So.
1: And you have everything like like brewing up in like uh, Philadelphia. I mean, just in Pennsylvania in general, you know, and just I think just the East Coast and uh, that Northern East Coast right now, just beautiful. A lot of of good, shit. Ton of good, ton of good projects
0: coming yeah. up. Um, so you could see Finder uh, is a project that has a member of Kiss the Sky Goodbye and Igara, both of which are super sick projects, by the way.
1: We'll always forget. That this is a one-person uh, project for the fact that it—I I, just—it's—I'm really into it. It's fucking tight.
0: He's putting in the work. Uh, yeah, it seems. Yeah, he's doing—he's doing good work for a one-person project. Usually, we pan them. I think we—we we talked about that the last time we talked about this project. Generally, is that- <laughs> Christian
1: and I, with one-person projects, will drop the MySpace thing. There's no reason to here in a good way. Um, there's no rawness here. It is just a really well-produced. Uh, uh, Track that you could have told me it was a full band, and I've been like, Yeah, fuck yeah. Absolutely. I mean,
0: stylistically speaking, it's definitely from that same era, from the MySpace era. I, I, yeah, but yeah, yeah, But you know what I'm saying,
1: though? It's, it's not like it, This has good production, like, I hear like you're MySpace saying, in that respect. It's digi grind, you know? You don't got that fucking like. Cyber grind, you mean? Cyber grind, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's, you're right. I mean, a lot of one person one person projects can kind of have that cyber grindy sort of feel to them. It's
1: like, Yo, I made this in my bedroom. It's like, Yeah, obviously. I And it sounds it. like yeah, we yeah. came
0: with broken teeth.
1: Thank you, Christian. All right,
0: so <laughs> moving on man yeah see I know what you're talking about we grew up in the same time Levi <laughs> and uh yeah this is just so good though I mean not month, uh, not seven months later you could see Finder back with another EP of disgustingly heavy and chaotic math grind and it's gonna bring you right back to 2006 it's a perfect combination of breakdowns and blasts a la me and him called us and Tower of Rome um, but with the eclecticism and emo tinge of the number 12 looks like you
1: yep um, well said
0: and it's been one of my favorite bands from the past year of MathCasts actually <clears throat> uh, so we're going to listen to A Rumination on Empty Years which is track 3 from their self-titled EP which is out October 8th, 3 days from now digitally and on cassette via Zegama Beach Records who have just been putting out banger after banger le- uh, recently.
1: Did not we not shout them out a while ago? I'm
0: sure we have. David Norman yep. he does good work Shout out to David. I don't think he listens to this podcast, but that's all right.
1: Now we will. We'll call him
0: in spirit. (laughs) Like, I talked about you in my podcast. Listen to it. I
1: got to download Mathcast randomly. Weird.
0: (laughs) All right, here we go. Rumination on Empty Years by Euclid Seafinder and that's track 3 from their self-titled EP which is out October 8th via Zegama Beach Records. So next we're going to revisit Snooze. Snooze are a math rock band from Chicago, Illinois. And wow, it's it's really hard for me to sum up just how much I love this band. Actually Extremely was one of my favorite releases, one of our favorite releases. Oh. Of 2017, <laughs> and uh, we featured them on the podcast before. We featured them on a compilation, uh, and that release has hardly left my CD player or my general rotation since we discovered it. You know, it's uh, they're just doing something so wonderful and unique, and their self-described label of happy heavy math rock is absolutely appropriate. There's a lot of break you know breakdown type sequences that like ride the China and the crash, with the occasional halftime, but. Uh, they have these like soft and touching vocal lines soaring harmonies which I know sounds like totally counterintuitive but they really make this work it's such feel good music
1: oh it's so feel good it's just uh Chicago fucking awesome (laughs) uh dude this is right up with Delta Sleep I someday I sometimes exactly like debate what's better um I, I this yeah this is something that I walk to every day um and it I'm really excited for this new release. Um, just like *Delta Sleep*, it's gonna probably become a soundtrack of my life. You know, just a, a, a specific time. As know? we were talking about *Delta Sleep*, yeah, just sort like of represented a specific time through, period for you. Then, yep. So, mm. um, yeah. Just, so here's to that fucking audio nostalgia. I'm gonna it's have touching.
0: To yeah, they're they're doing such good stuff, and it's um, it really shines through, like how good their vibes are when you, especially when you see their music video for *Original Dog*. It's just like total mood improvement music. And there's been so many times when I'm just by myself or when I'm just having a bad day and I put on this band and it, or it comes on shuffle even and just completely turns my shit around. I've literally thrown my head back and laughed homerically as it were because it's just that fucking good.
1: This is a band where Christian and I have definitely text each other screenshots of our goosebumps as we're listening <laughs> to it. So it's like you know that it's good. So You're like, right. Yeah, that's kind of like that's where we are with these guys. So that's just a personal thing.
0: Vinny so. is doing a titch tupping uh, yeah, touching tips. Touching tips. Yeah. I do. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> definitely.
1: Um but uh fuck yeah. Um Snooze. Um I don't care how many fucking tracks you give us later on. Just fucking give us something the world
0: needs more, more snooze bands like snooze.
1: Snooze, more snooze
0: so snooze <laughs> released their debut ep actually extremely last year and uh now they're back with this new single hold on and it's completely exceeded my expectations you know it's rare that i keep revisiting a single like this but i'm genuinely pumped because this single is part of uh a new album their new their first full-length album. Familiar Reese, uh which they're putting out through Choke Artist, actually.
1: I'm really happy they didn't show the number of tracks yet. I just, I don't care. It's
0: a full length. I know it's an LP. Awesome. Um, and again, that's coming out through Choke Artist, who puts out really good stuff. They they put out Invalid stuff. It's actually um, the drummer Joe um, from Invalids, who I had the pleasure of briefly meeting at Mathcore Index Fest, and seemed like a cool fucking guy. And I thought this is a very smart signing.
1: The, yeah, um, the I have to say the uh, the the backing track, the backing vocals on this track specifically, um, I I really hope there's more of this in the this new release. Um, it definitely just added a lot. Didn't you? Did you like notice that at all? The the backing vocals. I mean, like just like layering yeah, the vocals, layering, more yeah. more
0: harmony, absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially in the middle section of this song, it's That's so. Where it is. That's what I'm talking about. When, when the blast beat comes in. Yep. Yeah, they're doing. This is so unique. There's there's hardly any bands. I, I can't think of any bands that are really doing, doing anything this, yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, so with, yeah, using man. using like that the idiom of like heavy math, you know, mathcore, math rock, even with like these very like light and harmonious vocals.
1: Well, that's where I'm like... I'm kind of comparing them to Delta Sleep, but the delta it's not Delta Sleep. It's, it's something... No, uh, the instrumentation
0: you know, is completely, completely different. different. Completely different, Vocally yeah. and, and thematically speaking, maybe in terms of the lyrics, though, yes, that yeah. there's a lot of similarities to be drawn there, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'll take that.
2: Yeah.
0: I um, mean, I'd put them on a playlist with Delta Sleep, and as a matter of fact, they'd, I'd put that in my FFO for this band because no. they're clearly inspired by yeah. Delta Sleep. It's just they have... Um, heavier you know a heavier approach so to speak
1: for whoever is listening out there and is not aware of snooze yet you are in for a treat because not only do you get this you get to go back and listen to Actually Extremely and you can thank us later (laughs) which will
0: probably change your life if you're a sappy fuck like us
1: you're welcome
2: so
0: (laughs) alright so we're going to listen to Hold On that's their new single that came out on what's going to be on their new album Familiar East which is coming out on November 16th of 2018 via Choke Arts here we go.
2: Hold on.
0: I can tell you cannot stand.
2: The overwhelming lie.
0: So amazing! That was a uh, hold on by Snooze, which is their new single from Familiaries, which is coming out on November sixteenth of two thousand eighteen, via Choke Artist. And Choke Artist again doing great stuff. They put out Invalids, obviously. Um, put out Fear of Lux previously as well. So they're doing good stuff. Boom. So next, uh, well, I guess we're done talking about bands um, covering new bands rather or revisiting old ones, but. Now that uh, we're done with that, I want to share with you our favorite bands from the last year of MathCast.
1: Little little, little, little uh, anniversary thing here we do? Yeah,
0: we did it last year um, on our revisits. My favorite was CU Space Cowboy. and
1: Mine was Snooze.
0: And consequently, subsequently rather, Levi again selected snooze why the
1: fuck you gotta me out like that <laughs> yeah okay I chose snooze again but you know what I had a backup because Christian was gonna bitch at me and he did well so.
0: I'm still throwing you under the bus regardless yeah, so fucking deal with it alright
1: cool alright well if it's snooze uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna start with mine then uh, so my favorite for from this last year um, if it wasn't snooze it's gonna be meth Um, so, meth, uh, fucking Mr. Alvarez, amazing. Uh, this is my favorite, uh, band, uh, of all of his, uh, works. Short. Uh, what a
0: prolific motherfucker, too. Dude,
1: thank you for just putting so much out into the ether, as far as just mathcore and everything goes. Um, Cadence
0: I, I Fox is an equally good project, too.
1: Christian, I was just gonna say that, too. Cadence Fox, as well. But meth really has a special, uh, dirt has a special piece, but, but, but meth, specifically, I fucking love meth. Um, I... Shut up, both of you! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, both of
0: you! Uh,
1: that'll be a, a little soundbite. Let me take. You're, that. Under you're, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. I can't. I can't choose a specific track uh, on this last release, which I, which means, it's it's my shit. Um, it's something that I listen to.
0: I love the album art.
1: It, the album art's amazing, but like uh, sticks out in my head. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, the, just having cassette means <sighs> a lot too. Of this album, but uh, I just... Uh, it's, it's a go-to uh, angry fucking dark album that I go to when I'm walking in the streets of San Francisco. Uh, so just for that, man, just thank you for just keeping it fucking short and sweet.
0: And it's so funny because this is the second time we're talking about Seb on this episode. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, we talked about, um, of course, Carnivores at Grace, which yep. he's drumming for currently. Yep. Uh,
1: but once again, just, just as far as this goes, uh, Meth uh, is, <coughs> is, is, is my favorite of the projects from him. So.
0: Other than Snooze, of course, which sure. you couldn't resist, yeah, but select. Snooze, Christian. Was, it rid- was it lazy?
1: Was it lazy? No, because we just listened to the track, no, everybody, and it was fire. <laughs> All right. So what do you want? What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: All right. So my favorite band in the last year of the podcast has definitely got to be Mouth Breather. Yeah, you wish you picked Mouth Breather, don't you, Levi? I
2: did, I did.
1: <laughs> they probably hate me, too. But no, no.
0: <laughs> At this very moment, I am wearing my Mouth Breather shirt, which has, it's the most um, just provocative shirt. It has two syringes on it, and it says, I will never fucking die. And I just realized that I wore the shirt to work today. <laughs> <laughs> Only, uh, working at the symphony it's I, I work <laughs> at an office and I wore this shirt to an office and I did Postmates wearing this shirt too because I'm fucking hustling like a motherfucker right no now no regrets
1: and I have a fuck yeah t-shirt on we are
0: he's wearing his two, from a second story window shirts if you follow us on Instagram you can see it there
1: just two adults that should not be around any children ever just fucking we just if don't let us
0: watch Wait, a dog what? <laughs> Wait, No no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there goes all my babysitting days. Yeah, there
1: goes all the babysitting days. Uh but yeah, man, uh fucking uh I, I Mouthbreather, it by far I think Doll Meat was one of my like top three albums. Holy of so shit.
0: Far. Uh man, Pig so when when Pig came out, we talked about Mouthbreather um on one of the very earliest podcasts, I wanna say. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Like
0: within the first ten episodes we had talked about Mouth Breather, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, since they actually sent me that that EP on CD, that's something else that is in my car right now, at this very moment, along with Snooze. Um, and, again, it has not left my regular rotation. We feature them on um, the most recent Math Core Index Compilation, Volume 5, uh, Denim Jacket, which is what we featured on this podcast as a revisit quite recently, too. And uh, we even had them at Math Core Index Fest 2018. And they're they're just one of the... They're one of the most exciting bands in this kind of music right now. Absolutely. Uh, they're sort of... I feel like maybe they're slightly existing in the, sh- the shadow of Vane because they're just so stylistically similar, but I feel like there's more hearts and authenticity to what they're doing.
1: Great use of whammy fucking uh, breakdowns too. With That's this why band I mentioned well. Vayne. To make that, that connection yeah. for the yep. people
0: who like Vane and Frontier, yep. You should really listen to Mouthbreather. This yeah. band is raw... An emotional. Go to the YouTube page.
1: We have a fucking interview with them from Mathcore Index Fest.
0: Absolutely, Levi um, interviewed them at the at Mathcore Index Fest. It's a it's a video interview. Our very first in, video interview. Yeah, filmed by Christian. Filmed by myself. Okay. Yes. Um. And yeah, just what a what a fucking incredible and exciting band they have been. I mean, <laughs> as we were talking about earlier, they have such little music to, to listen to, but. All of it is quality, so...
1: Yeah, so for what Christian said earlier, and then he goes back and says, Mouth Breather's the babe so, boom.
0: I mean, yeah, and especially Doll meat has been... This will definitely be making my year-end lists. I, I feel guilty how much I stack EPs in my year-end lists these that, days. That,
1: that, that ending track, Milk shit Dirt, is fucking <laughs> amazing, dude. Shit. It's so fucking gross, dude. And in the I live footage,
0: our, the tripod got damaged, it actually. got damaged yeah. on
1: Dirt, yeah, so... <laughs> Rightfully so. Because the pit Rightfully was popping so. off.
0: There was yeah. crowd killing and everything. It was
1: good. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, Fucking has been a good year.
0: It has been a good year. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for the 25th episode of Mathcast. Well, two years, man. I'm your host, Christian.
1: I'm your co-host, Levi.
0: And we'll be back again next month with some more Sick Underground Bands. Good night, and stay beautiful.